0: Welcome to Copy That Radio. I'm Seth Horst, retired law enforcement.
1: And I am Jared Milky, a retired firefighter. We started this podcast to tell the real stories of first responders to the general public. We believe there is a disconnect between what actually happens in the world of first
0: responders and what the public perceives happens in the world of first responders. Jared and I are both full-time realtors here in the inland Northwest. And if you want to partner with us at eXp Realty, please shoot us a message.
1: We currently serve the Inland Northwest, but we can
0: help you get started in real estate wherever you live. Now, here's a word from our sponsors. Welcome to Copy That Radio. This show is sponsored by Patriot & Company. Patriot & Company is a veteran-owned, veteran and first responder-owned company that
1: provides all-natural soaps and beard care products. They have a men's line and a women's line. Seth, what's your favorite flavor? Hipster repellent. Hipster repellent is the anti-skinny jeans scent. There's plenty of other scents. Go get yourself some. Use the code that all caps, for 10% off anything on PatriotAndCompany.com. This show is also sponsored by...
0: NinjaRub.com. Which will take you to sierrawana.com. the parent company. Sierra Wana specializes in natural body care products using traditional methods of infusion, capitalizing on herb synergy. Uh, our personal favorite is Ninja Rub. One of Ninja Rub products. is the jam. It's the jam. Uh, we use it for all of our sports and jiu jitsu related injuries. And for 15% off, use the code that, all caps. All caps. Copy that
1: at ninjarub.com.
0: Bad idea. Oh, are we live? Jared's in a hurry. It's awesome. I see the red light. Red light's on. Clock's ticking. We're discussing our new
2: studio. Yep.
3: Got I know some
0: Jared f- was rushing because
2: he made, he made me go and have an afternoon siesta.
0: You, oh, you guys, did you nap together? No, he was in a hammock out back. Oh, nice. And then he woke you <laughs> up and dragged you here?
2: Yeah.
1: That's why, oh,
0: you're I you're a little so groggy. You're yeah, a little groggy. I don't know what's going on. Yeah.
2: He he made me have a siesta. Go, go and enjoy yourself over there. Put your feet up. Blow in the breeze. And then, next thing you know, he's waking me up,
0: telling me I'm late. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, it's uh, afternoon. We're drinking coffee. Um, we have tea for our friend David, because he's... Like, <laughs> Spot you know, tea. Jared and I ran down to the harbor and grabbed some out real quick. And here man, we you know what? I realized after last night. Yeah, I forgot to wear that shirt. Dang it, dude! David, you
1: still haven't seen my shirt. <laughs> What's it got in it? It's got some. It's got like old timey ships on the back, and it says, "I like my coffee black and my tea in the harbor."
2: Is that a sexual reference? I don't know what that means. Negative. No. That's <laughs> no. No. A, the, uh, that's, uh, Boston Tea Party. Yeah. The
0: Revolutionary War. Oh, man, where have you been, bro? You don't even know your American history. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I thought it was some
2: weird innuendo. <laughs> no, and the Americans <laughs> threw
1: a whole shipload of tea in the harbor to protest the king's taxes. Yeah. Did it work? It's one of, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely worked.
0: Look at where we are now. Do you uh, Now we have more taxes. It <laughs> yeah. works temporarily. Do you drink tea? Yeah, I drink okay. tea. Yeah, like, is there a time a day? Is this a big thing in your life or not really? It's not a huge thing, but it happens yeah. regularly. Okay, I've drinking but,
2: tea but once w- by accident. Not maybe as much <laughs> coffee as you like coffee crackheads get through yeah
0: it's crazy it's a it's a gateway drug man it's a yeah. slippery slope next thing you know you're smoking meth behind the 7-eleven yeah. it's gonna be <laughs> too much now because it's hot <laughs> in the daytime
1: so i can't keep going they make a thing called iced coffee. i don't do no, that. no you don't you're one of those guys hot or nothing um i, I might have like one a summer
2: cool
0: yeah it's one weird. one a summer that's your allotment
2: know. All right. Maybe. I, I've been to three coffee shops today already. I don't even know what time it is. What is it? <laughs> well, two of them were on your own. It's 1.30. One, yeah. 30. One f- free visits to the most expensive coffee shops ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, just, oh, David that's was just
1: remarking. Weird. He was here four years ago. Yeah. Last? Yeah. And I told him when we were driving the other day that like just about cost of living and everything's crazy and everything's doubled. And he was like, yeah, you know, it's going
2: up everywhere. Sure. But has. he's been impressed. Everything is $10. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. It's crazy. Chewing gum, $10. Bottle of water, $10. Yeah. Coffee, $10. It's like, and then the British side of me is equally struggles with the tipping, the tip on top. Is when, that not a thing? Not not when I'm buying a $10 coffee.
0: Yeah, it makes it hard, right? But like, right. I've
2: collected it from the <clears throat> counter. You didn't yeah. serve me. Yeah. yeah so. I collected
0: it from the counter and, yeah, and then you wanted a tip. There's not a lot of effort in no. you
1: pouring
2: a no. minim- coffee. Minimal.
1: And you run restaurants, right? So you yeah. have you have service staff or wait staff. Yeah, we staff. have the
2: same thing. We have tips. Yeah, yeah. we have, a but not optional. not for at the counter service. Mm, we have an optional ten percent on bookings. So if you dine in and you get service, there's an option. You can opt out of that ten percent. Oh, that's it. Ten. What do you do? Like 20. <laughs> 20, 20, 20 on, yeah. for dinner and
0: fifteen for uh, lunch. It adds up. Yeah, yeah. I always struggle with that. Like if I go pick up a pizza at Capone's. There's a oh, tip thing yeah. on there. I'm like, do I? I always tip like I yeah, give yeah, them like five bucks. You're but tipping it's like, the chefs at that point. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I figured. But, uh, too, the twenty percent okay thing doesn't that. apply to that necessarily. No, 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 no. Like I, I do a dollar no service,
1: a coffee or a beer or whatever. I do a dollar. dollar
0: that's fair. Like yeah, if I can make a dollar in 17 seconds pouring a cup of coffee, I'm good with that as a tip. Like that. Well, that's the baristas
1: or the bartenders, they they don't make a lot hourly. Their tips are their income. Right. So
0: and you don't order any fancy crap. So no, I just do black coffee. That's pretty easy. Or American, But they, they do have the well. system where it, all of the
2: systems so far have been contactless payment and then the tip goes into the contactless payment. So that yeah, just goes yeah. to the company, not the server. Right. So yeah, they, they get taxed on those. Yeah. Mm. Which is what we do as well. But it's, you just kind of think if you're tipping that much, it feels like it would go to the individual person that did it.
3: Mm.
2: I would prefer that system if I worked there. Mm. <laughs> Me
1: too. I try to uh, I carry ones in my wallet, in my pocket, just four tips specifically. So
0: I can mm. throw it in there. You Should tip with two dollar bills, that'd be cool. That'd be cool, yeah. It's just hard to find them. Like, Make a name for yourself around town, you'd be that That's guy. Two dollar bill guy, there it comes every day. Is that two dollar bill? Yeah. yeah, yeah, They're They're, they are rare. more rare, yeah. Legitimate They're currency, there. yeah. Less, less like I've got a few at the house, less likely to be covered in cocaine residue and stripper ass cheek residue, whatever that wow. stuff is called. <laughs> Strippers, yeah. I always think about that when my kids are messing around with dollar bills. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, that I tell my kids that, that thing, that thing wash your things. hands, yeah. We had we had some notes a couple of months ago paid in. I've still got a picture of it, and um, it was still rolled up. And they paid for that food, and it there's um just a rolled up. There's note. about five terms in that sentence I don't understand. So <laughs> notes, <is> a <laughs> bill, the note, bill. The bill, the bill. Okay, okay. So right. they paid no. for some food, and and they just left the rolled up bill. The oh, note. like like yeah. they had just used. Yeah, yeah. just <laughs> Knocked the residue out <laughs> well, of it, and yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Or, or use what do you it? do? You? you just unroll it and keep it, or you call the authorities, yeah. or what? I my mean, tongue's I my mean, are on, no, on don't yeah. <laughs> yeah, you catch some fentanyl in there and it's lights out. Do you guys have fentanyl problems? Nah, I don't think it's hit us yet. No, it's coming. I'm just not in this, I'm not in that scene.
2: Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe I'm missing out. I don't know. I, probably moorish. Is it's, it moorish? Is a
0: term? I'm yeah, like you know more like heroin? It's a bit. Oh, it's Moorish. Moorish. I'm gonna though. learn. I'm gonna pick up some of your <laughs> lingo here, and I'm gonna I, like I dig. Like, it, good food is Moorish. <laughs> yeah, like I'll fucking take some more of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Moorish. I feel like there might be another meaning that you're not telling me. <laughs> no, no, that. I'm gonna go around it. using well, it. The first time I heard that, I was like,
1: I don't know if, what that means, and then he explained it. it yeah, it's definitely a food-based thing, but it's.
0: <clears throat> it makes total sense when you break mm. it down for me. Mm-hmm. Moorish. Let's let's talk about mr david who is augustus <laughs> he uh he had a brief um appearance in last week's podcast in podcast world he's been here a week but that was last night so for mm-hmm. us which is confusing yeah. and we might not even release these back to back so it could be oh, several weeks right that's possible well, what was the gentleman's name uh last yeah. night that was brandon brandon yeah Yep. Random. Brandon movie script, Brandon, dude, <laughs> I, movie, I've yeah. been telling those stories to my family all day. And, and my kids Brandon like, Scorsese. Oh my god, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those stories wow. are incredible, man. I'm like, Holy crap. I told my kids when I'm old, I'm going to like get really senile and I'm going to tell all these stories. Like they were my own. We might do that. And I'll get really confused. Cause I've had all these podcast stories and I'm like, man,
2: and they'll just be looking at each other again.
0: Yeah. That
2: <laughs> I actually bad noticed bad, that man. in Brandon's stories <laughs> a couple
1: <laughs> of times. Yeah. It was, it was just like, he was telling it and, misspeaking. like he said, he called the guy his partner. Mm. That guy in that last shooting, he was talking about. Okay, he said he talked about his partner ran behind the electrical box, but that was the guy that was first. He was in his car with his partner, right? Mm,
0: that could be the term, like, because that's a like shift little, partner. Yeah, okay. yeah, like beat partner. Oh yeah, but he was
1: on a, a roadside overtime detail, so he wouldn't have had. Not technically, but yeah. maybe
0: yeah. normally they worked to shift together. Oh, maybe could be that, yeah. Or oh, maybe it's
2: just a cowboy reference. <laughs>
1: could
0: be that partner. Too. Yeah. Yeah, but I do right, the same thing. Like, oh, what I'm saying back yeah. mountain cowboy. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Brandon. I'm glad to see you're keeping up on your, American Seth's calling movies. you names. Yeah. Um, he can handle it. I know.
1: Yeah. I just, I notice myself doing the same thing when I tell stories though. It's yeah. you, you're yeah. not, you're not lying. You're just speaking in the moment and it, it might not be hundred percent factually accurate. Like somebody could say later, Oh, uh, you forgot this part or, uh, no, that's
2: not how it happened. This is what happened. And you're like, Oh yeah. Mm. But that's just not what, when you were speaking it out loud, you just, that's how you thought of that it. That PR guy said to me so don't let the facts get in, a good, in the way of a good story. Yeah.
0: Okay. There you go. It's all what, a story. Your marketing
2: you. guy? Yeah, my marketing guy. When well, yeah. I gave him some facts about our travels to get our businesses open. Yeah. He had the timeline wrong and I I, I said that's all wrong. He went no, no, no. Yeah. Let the facts get in the way of a good story. <laughs> so And there if you're you talk if you're talking like this you are going to make mistakes anyway. Yeah. Right. So Just, what, you're not going to benefit by pulling someone up on and then you just stop the flow of the talk right kind of story yeah. just because we, the reference we get was wrong. that we got it in the beginning from some of our friends
1: that we used to work with
2: yeah they're like oh bro that's not how that
1: story happened don't you remember and they go you're like okay whatever it was close it was 15 <laughs> years ago man like I, I wasn't lying I, like right. i i misspoke about a small detail of the story not the story wasn't fake
0: yeah that's what like I've been thinking about this a lot the last couple of days. That's what I love about this podcast Doing this podcast is the the stories that we are now bringing to light, um, and that we are like immortalizing. Like they're out there forever now, and it's super cool. Like yeah, think of all the stories of all the guys that have done our jobs prior to us that mm-hmm. just slipped away. Only you know, immediate friends and family members might know. All these crazy things that happened, but the world will never know because these guys have maybe died or whatever. Yeah, most um, families wouldn't know, right? Yeah, yeah. Because We, not don't, we share. don't tell. Yeah, like, you're I'm, not going to share. Come home don't
1: come to the wife after a, a long shift and be like, "Guess how many dead babies I held yesterday?" Right. Like that's not a no. nobody does that.
2: Fun fact of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should have seen this what guy. D- how do you win
0: if you get the answer right? Is there a <laughs> just tears hey have you ever seen
1: a guy try to shove his own guts back in his stomach
0: no no like would you say that that, to your wife yeah no no (laughs) No. although the time i saw a guy try to shove his hand up his ass i did tell my wife that because that's more funny you know spit your coffee out that was good uh yeah so like i just like i don't know how to put these things in words but i'm so thankful to have the opportunity with what we do jared to like to bring these stories out and i think it's like brandon said to us yesterday i think I mean, last week, maybe. <laughs> uh, Yesterday, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they don't, you you know, don't know when this is going to be. <clears throat> like, you know, he's, he was, it's good for him to get it out. It's good for these guys to like get these things off their chest. Definitely and we is. felt the same way when we, you know, we've told plenty of stories of our own on here.
1: Yeah, I need to get better at my personal storytelling. I'm not good at explaining everything. So mm. That's something I want to work on. I think on. you do a good job. I yeah, I could use a lot more detail, like. Not just, graphic, but just more descriptions. make it up.
0: Right. Jazz it up a little bit. It's hot in here, bro. I I feel hot too. The room. I think it's the coffee, and it was hot last night when David with two silver foxes here. Mm. That's what we call guy with a little gray in the beard and grizzled. Yeah, grizzled. David, why are you here? Yeah, good question.
2: I, I was just thinking that, listening to you talking. Why am I here? You'd rather be napping. <laughs> that was such a good nap earlier. That's the best. I need to get myself a hammock.
0: I just felt truly American for a moment. Yeah, lazy is that yeah, what you're getting yeah, at? Yeah, just la-
2: lazing around.
0: Yeah, that's um, about, that's what most Americans do. Watching
2: the deer. There was deer wandering around in the, the, in the gardens, field, yeah. in the yard, the garden,
0: the garden. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. They call yards gardens. So, so okay.
2: But I am here to visit Big Red. That is why I'm here. That we call him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get a nickname to stick. You know, to say. He's been enough. doing it for
1: years. So. <laughs> The last two times you've been here, my beard was it had turned from black to red because it was turning gray. Got split mm. in between, so he started calling me Big Red. But now he's a Little Red. And look mm. at his beard.
0: Yeah, you're getting there. So I don't know. Is now he's just gray? So yeah, there's a little big, couple of black big gray. specks. Gandalf. Gandalf. Big gray. Uh, big, big Gandalf. Whatever. I've been called worse. So thick Gandalf with no. two C's.
1: No. <laughs> no. Just Gandalf. Nothing before or right,
0: after. Right. You're too big to be a wizard, bro. You're like I, I more like a. Oh, was it? Oh,
2: the guy you showed me fighting yeah, at the, the soccer match. Uh, Nolzy, Nolzy. Yeah, he's already famous now. Some big ogre of a man at a football match. Was uh, my friend? My friends are all into football, soccer. Yeah, you, and yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't care about the game myself. But there's always a fighting element to the to those games. And there's a. Uh, it was on Twitter. Someone made this guy called Nolzy famous because he was just on huge ogre of a man on the top of the stairs who was awesome fighting against uh, like 50 whatever they called ultras from another yes. team that's some of it and he the, was just slow-mo boom, boom.
1: this guy's like he's like head. a 350 pound giant with a gut but he's just swinging like a like a big <laughs> Irish like.
2: what's the film of the and they're all trying to, the ogres are trying to get across the bridge. So, that sounds like a Lord, Lord, of, the Lord Rings, of the Rings right? yeah, yeah. thing. He was just standing there. Just, but he's in <gasps> the top of the stairs, punching them.
1: One at the a time, and they're falling down the stairs. He's kicking them, and they're falling off the rail. Like It,
2: it was <laughs> awesome. Was really? <laughs> cool. but really slow. He was like 50 years old, too. He wasn't <laughs> young. I don't know how old he was. He could have been a big, in been in a big 40, lump. But. And the stairs were too narrow for them to get at him, and he was too big to come down. So he was just punching them off like a movie scene. It was good. Picking them off, off yeah, yeah.
0: 50 of them, just pick, pick right through them. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. he's
1: a legend in oh, the UK yeah. at the moment for this week. Yeah. This week. Yeah. yeah. Somebody else to do it next yeah, week. Yeah, he'll, be, he'll forget about him pretty quick.
0: <laughs> That's uh, so cool, David, David,
2: why are you in America um, right now? Because we don't have big mountains and wilderness and space mm. like you do. You, you hankering for some mountain time and yeah. just getting out. Yeah. So there's, you can never really get away from people at all back home it's uh, not it's not big okay. enough to do that really gotcha what about um, don't you can't you go up to scotland or the mountains could do my friend's um bun if you ever hear this we got i got to see him in, in glasgow sort of area and they've got uh munro's as i was telling yeah. you the other day so rather than they have some a couple of big mountains but really they have lots of munro's which are small small mountains mm. so you would go and you would bag a munro's i said mm. to you the other day so you see how many of these munro's you can collect over your hiking life i suppose and me and ryan have done that a couple of times up there and that is that is brilliant is there a lot That's of something. people up there is it pretty isolated it will still be elements when you're coming down it can be a bit touristy depending on the season you go it it's yeah. could be a lot of people around like in a queue so like if you ever go to iceland it's the mm. same sort of thing you but can like, get remote but it's still bump into lots of people and it's like what's that big place in and is it angel angel falls or something in america and down south niagara yeah, desert uh, niagara isn't no that's not there there is an angel Falls. angel's landing an Angels Landing. down in like utah or yeah, Arizona, something yeah. like that and you can do that walk and it's supposed to be all remote if you go at the wrong time it's just to cure people yeah trying to get to. So it will be like a, a national around. park or like, yeah like glacier or yellow so you can never really get away this is the only time i've found
0: space yeah yeah good and um we met 10 12 years ago that was that was my next question but also before we even get to that like uh, where specifically are you from? Obviously, your accent is Russian, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah just <laughs> want to clarify that. Completely Swedish. Okay. So I'm
2: from Essex, which is the original, um, the, my original, my origins is is Essex, which is just outside of London, outside of East London. And then my now wife is Southeast London, so she's a proper Londoner. And I moved into Southeast London for a while, an area called Lewisham, which is where I spent quite a lot of time. And now we've moved, uh, after a few travels, we're now down in Kent, which is another part just outside of London, but is, it, it's, it's, is it called
0: all the, London, it's called basically? the Garden of England. Okay, pretty. Is it nice? Look li- nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bits are really nice. Yeah, it's a countryside, oh. countryside. An orchards yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that sounds good.
2: Vineyards. How yeah. did you two meet? Um. So there's a guy called Zach Evanish, who's I know, part. I know of, the yeah, name. No, okay. That? Yeah. So he does this underground uh, strength camp is what you used to call it. Do you call it underground strength camp or just underground? Um, he did, it was called strength camp when he did it with Elliot. back. Yeah. Elliot so these guys are in yeah, the Elliot, strength sorry, yeah, Elliot Oh, was I know strength, that name too, yeah. Elliot was strength camp and then Zach, Zach is the was underground, underground strength, strength, strength gym. coach. Yeah, coach is a sort So I was following them for years in the ni- late 90s when they started doing YouTube stuff, really early YouTubers, Elliot and Zach and a couple of other people. What was the other guy? Um Not as a personal. DeFranco? DeFranco. Yeah. So they're the only sort of people you could get hold of to learn about sort of underground strength or just strongman training, Mm -hmm. bit of conditioning, that sort of stuff. So we ended up on the same training course in New Jersey. Jersey. At Zach's uh, home base gym in Manasquan, New Jersey. It's the Jersey Shore. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So we was out cool. there. Been there. And a guy who was with me at the time, who worked at, me at my own gym in um, Lewisham, he come out with me. and We had a little road trip. So we started in New Jersey, and then we worked down, <laughs> went down, went Nashville and N- Tennessee. Nashville. Yeah. And we had a little, like we had like Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we had a little uh, road trip for about a week, and then we just stayed in 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 touch. Yeah. Since then, he's wow. been
1: out a few times. Take him to the woods, and we go hunting and hunting like hiking. I like it. When David
2: comes, it's more about being outside than it is hunting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not here. I'm not interested in coming to kill something. I haven't got an urge to. Yeah, but I have my tags and my rifle, and so it's. Yeah. I dig it. But the process of being able to come out and maybe do some shooting or just, uh, Mm -hmm. because from what I did before, only for a very short period of time, I do enjoy shooting, and it's not, you know, going into a range in Vegas or something can yeah shooting a gun in a a little range. It's not the same as being.
3: Yeah, you can. Mm -hmm run
0: around out here and shoot at whatever yeah um are you allowed to own guns where you live
2: no well you you could have your own sort of permit where you'd have like a shotgun or something like that that'll be locked away you know you're not gonna walk around with your gun it's going to be in this cabinet then it'll be in the back of your car going to wherever you're going to go and you can do the organized shoot which is more like you're not going to go and hunt on the grounds okay so there dog. must be no violence then, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so passive. It's yeah, wow. we're just passing around cups of tea Weird. and um, sandwiches, cucumbers. No sandwiches
1: stabbings, and... no assaults with hammers or screwdrivers, nothing. 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 That's amazing. Nobody That's gets like, hacked okay. up with swords. No, no okay. guns. <laughs> Weird. Awesome. Tell us uh, David, your background. You are a former how would, so you I guess it, it, it you were federal law enforcement mm. would,
2: would be the thing, right? Like uh, Americans would say that because yeah, it sounds very right. official. But yeah, it does, I Ministry mean, of Defence
0: police officer.
2: Yeah, that sounds cool too. Yeah, but not cool. Like I say the nickname was Gate Monkey.
1: So, gate Monkey. You
0: know, yeah, like not Gay Monkey. Gate. <laughs> There's a T in there. Gate, gate. gate Monkey. Monkey, Because that's so, all you
1: your, your unit specifically did what? Yeah, so we
2: were, we were a firearms team that looked after basically the American embassy was our area. Nec- next door to it specifically, which is more the U.S. Navy base, which is gone now. So that was in, um, in Mayfair in London, so a very rich part of London. We had the NSF, which I said the other day, the Naval Security Force was there. And it was a, a building that would track nuclear movements around the world very strange place for it to be but that's where it was in a busy just off oxford street like a busy shopping area hmm. and the uh, the embassy's around the corner and that was operated by the, Metro, the met uh, the met police their firearms team that would be theirs, and we were over the road based as the americans paid the mod to look after them so they got they got they got positions all over the country whether it's submarines up in scotland or moving around uh, stuff in the sea across land they would have security teams that would escort loads of maybe nuclear waste or stolen goods they might move around or so they, they have like a convoys that go around the country so the MOD typically look after that sort of stuff but my job was around the American embassy sort of area more just as a I can't remember the term of it but it was called like a like it was like a terrorist area I think it was government security zone we used to call it about them so anywhere that was already highlighted as a high-risk area for um, some sort of terrorist attack. That's what they were there for. How long ago was this? Um, about two thousand and four to okay. two thousand so post seven, post nine eleven. Yeah, so the, yeah, was there, there was, was a yeah they, real they, fear. They, they increased terrorism. those numbers because they knew another one was coming. It was they always said when we joined, it wasn't if it's just when it happens. So you are there as a. Deterrent, like I said the have night, like cannon fodder.
0: That's what I <laughs> yeah. thought it was. That's all we were there for. Uh but you got to carry a gun, that's cool. Yeah. What uh mm.
2: what'd you carry? MP five and an oh, yeah. old like brown in nine millimeter. That's sexy. As much as the brown in nine millimeter was a very old, it's probably like World War. Mm. Oh, old. Yes, yeah, it, it was old stuff. But it was uh, they just that's what the mod carried on using. They did try and advance onto some other guns at some point, but that's what you carried day to day. If you was in a security team around the nuclear bases, they had more shotgun-based stuff, just to so there wasn't any high-velocity rounds
0: around mm. the uh, nuclear sort of areas. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Do you guys have uh, optics on the guns or just no. iron sights yeah. no lights no just straight up cool. no, none of the tactical things no, no some of the guys who worked there because mostly nothing ever happened
2: so you had the ones who were really sort of into it and wanted some stuff to happen they would buy their own little add-ons to make Ooh. it look cool you know Ooh. yeah um, <laughs> but typically you know, they gave you bare bones did you wear body armor yeah, yeah yep. you had uh, rifle plates and uh, oh that's heavy yep. Yeah. so you'd have the, the the thick heavy plates on all day long that was what you did uh, as, as well as your stab vest, sort of nine millimeter protection over the top, mm-hmm. but the plates were yeah, they were really thick, heavy plates. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then so you did that for three or four years. Yeah, yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. it. That was the end. Yeah, that was the end. Of, that was the end of that. What got you out of it? What. Um, in the fitness world, like we alluded to earlier about that, I was always going to be wanting to go back into the gym world of, yeah. only, of being part of the gym world. Owning a gym was my goal. And when I was on patrol once, I met an old client in the street. And he said, why why are you here? I thought you was going to open your own gym. I was like, well, I need to save up the money to do that first. So we ended up having a that. We uh, came into a meeting about finance a few months later with that guy. Were you giant back then? Um, I was a bit... Chunky back then. I was into my gym and my fitness. Yeah, definitely. We was nicknamed me and me and my uh, partner in training was Scott. And we were nicknamed the Testosterone Twins. That was our, <laughs> that was our nickname. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> pull tra- a picture. So. Yeah, I see a picture. <laughs> this. That was the uh, that was the tra- that was our nickname when we were too we were too ramped up in training because he was an ex marine. So ah, and we was you. like my roommate. Is like my best mate on training. Yep. And uh, the training was was the best part of that job for me because nothing
0: really ever happened. But the training was they were gearing you up for something good. Yeah. But well, never, it certainly could have happened. Yeah. I mean, you gotta. How we? So you guys were trained like every week or a couple times a month. I can't or? remember the length of time now. I, don't, I think it was a was it a three month. Um,
2: you stayed there so it was you stayed on site and you could go home at weekends if you wanted to mm. to, to do all the training so you had to, so you had to do your legal training and then your weapons training and, but there was lots of elements of it of uh, building entrance and mm. dealing with uh, tactical sort of movements I suppose in the streets so they had a lot of fake streets that we trained in Oh, cool! so you'd run around the streets and uh, tracking people through the streets and they would chase you and make sure what you were saying prepare you for something wrong God, look at that giant oh there's a picture of me semi-naked there
0: yeah Good lord! But yeah, it's tra- just the, sure the tra- it I don't know what semi-naked the, 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 means.
2: The training, was, the training was great, and a well, lot of, a did, lot uh, of other forf- a lot of other forces were there using that ground in North Essex. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of different teams would go there from military to police would use that ground. Were you guys on foot all day, or did you? Drive? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We
0: did, we did have vehicles, but it um, was little tiny cars that people drive around.
2: Ah, oh, it was all right. We had like a <laughs>
3: <what was the laughs> yeah, we had
2: um, we had a we had a mini bus. We were kind of shipped in from our base, dropped huh. it off, and then was you time, and like, Elliot. A, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was in uh, Panama, <coughs> at a, one of his retreats. Yeah, paid to be like part of a team of mastermind. Yeah, it was trying to learn how to get better at uh, YouTube back then, like yeah. how to br- yeah. get onto the YouTube game with your fitness market. Mm-hmm. So well, that, I mean, met some. You are sorry. There were some really good people in that course. Some cool. really interesting people on that.
1: Are they all fitness gurus now?
2: No, some some have moved on. One of them, I don't know. If, I don't know. Derek was a really good guy in that course. He's now works for. I don't know. If, I suppose you can say he works for Boston. Um, Boston. Oh, robots. our friend Derek. Uh, Derek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you meet Derek? Yeah, no, Derek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston. Um, where they make all the robots, Dynamics. Yeah, Boston Dynamics. Really? Yeah. He's gone on. So from that, he's moved into that. Interesting. He was he was ex-military as well. Um, as so well you, as you guys, I wasn't military. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, Um, <laughs> th- so you owned it. So you got out of that. Got uh, opened
2: your own gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, in Lewisham, that was a proper spit and sawdust gym.
0: Uh, explain that please I don't know that just
2: means. like the broken equipment oh gotcha yeah, big yeah. equipment heavy everyone was <laughs> meatheads it was uh, you can smell the, the the testosterone in the air just See, it was, these guys Lucky's gym oh yeah that was Um, I don't know what he called it back then but that was like WWF WWE back yeah. Yeah. wrestlers so Dang. what uh, we had, I had uh, John Cena train at mine really um, That's cool. Vince McMahon is that? Is yeah. that younger? yeah he was in there with um, who's the Big fucker, Batista. Yeah, he was, he was in there. Um, they'd come over to do a show at the, um, at the one of the London shows, and they used it. They wanted some local gym to go and train when they were doing their show, where no one would bother them. Yeah, so they come in here. They come and trained with us for a bit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. How long did you do that? Oh, they were literally they were there for like a week before they trained. No, that no. I'm no. oh, sorry. How long did the, you the keep The gym. Yeah. Oh, the gym was um, eight eight years, maybe ten years, okay. something like that. And you don't do that anymore. No, I've moved into the fatness game. So from fitness to fatness. This is really. what I've been waiting to hear
0: about. because yeah, yeah. And I told, he was. We were going to talk Let's about it, it last night, and I was yeah. like, "Don't say a word." Yeah, I want to be surprised. Yeah, right? so You can't. You can't fake that initial excitement of learning something new. Yeah. So if you tell me too much beforehand, I'm like, <laughs> whatever. yeah, I've heard I've this before. Heard I don't I don't heard this yeah, that's a witness shit before.
2: <laughs> but that that uh, that era of Lewisham being there, the sort of people that were there was was brilliant. Yeah, it sounds like I can't say most of it on. I'm definitely not saying right. it on recording. But <laughs> what do you mean? It's it's uh, it's it's very naughty
0: yeah. that area. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, any anything you you've probably experienced yourself having to deal with? probably everyone from Lewisham. That's what it was. Them doing it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. 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 Saying it was your former clientele.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was you know I was picking that up. I don't know. I don't think y'all were smoking meth and disassembling vacuum cleaners. Mm. So, you probably weren't quite my clientele. <laughs> Not meth, <Yeah>. but other.
2: <laughs> yeah, there was. Yeah, was D- Fine. Different stuff. Yeah, there's probably more. Drag-
0: gypsies per-
1: around there? More productive. Uh,
2: minimal gypsies in that area. Travelers. Tra- Tra- uh we don't, we don't say that word anymore. I don't, I don't say Pikies or gypsies. No, no, we say Travelers. What, What's uh, is song? Pikey a derogatory Yeah, it's a bit term? derogatory, yeah. It's the, yeah.
1: the movie Snatch. Right? Yeah, that a yeah. good movie, yeah. Yeah, the Caravan people. Okay. okay.
0: Brad Pitt's <laughs> people. <laughs> They're, we just call them homeless people here. Is that the same thing? No.
1: I
2: mean,
0: no, no. like there
2: are rainbow people.
0: The ones I've told. Oh. I think, yeah, I
2: don't, you get in a different picture of to call a traveler, a rainbow person sounds, I don't know. No, well, no, no. It's rainbow like, rainbow like, people <laughs> is, is a group of like people that,
1: that lives in the woods and moves right. from site to
2: site. Yeah. Like they, it, they don't, that feels quite romantic though. Doesn't it? That sounds romantic. No, they're, 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 they're in the woods. Like, Yeah they're bad off I, we used to they had an annual gathering
1: in our county yeah and we sort of have to go see them all the time they're it's not a good thing it's yeah. not
2: romantic no they have, it's not the way you said woodland people what did you call them that sounded nice rainbow. That's,
1: rainbow that's no they have an organized group that's their name okay it's not like rainbow as in lg whatever it's rainbow people like the you weed. think i'd be annoyed that there, there's too many rainbows out in there now. <laughs> i don't <laughs> know Confused maybe trademark most analogy. people don't know they exist but they go from state to state or site
2: to site and live in campers or tents in the woods. That's what they do. Okay. well, they, Travelers typically would live anywhere for periods of time, then fuck up the whole area and then move on. Huh. So it's exactly
1: that. Yeah. Sounds nice. When like, they come to the edge of the, your town, y- yeah, you're going to start go, missing stuff from all your stores.
2: Yeah, they don't necessarily go on the edge. They just park up on a roundabout or a field or a school playground or, I don't know, <laughs> and just put loads of trailers there. And they got to be outside town here. They can't be in town. No, they go anywhere. Yeah. It's just a lawless. Hmm. But I did go and see on the, in a segue into travellers and gypsies. Mm-hmm. I did go and see Tyson Fury fight with my wife mm-hmm. in uh, the Staples Center when he fought Deontay Wilder, and that was full of tra- like the travellers that were allowed to travel out of the country. They were it, the stadium was full of it, and that was that was brilliant. Why? Is he? Is he? a traveler tyson fury is yeah. classed as the gypsy king that's his, oh, okay. that's his fight name gotcha so um he is from a traveler family so that's his that's his sort of heritage and um yeah to get loads of travelers to leave the country with passports without criminal records was quite impressive and the staple center was full of travelers wow and they are cheeky fuckers um normally if they're not if they're not being nasty they're just just having a laugh they are just being funny about it but the the Americans could not understand them which is most people can understand them anyway it's a very thick mm. uh, dialect that they will talk and the way that they talk the American stewards in the Staples Center were just like blown away by what they were saying <laughs> to them it was uh, they were constantly pushing and testing what they could get away with this how is an close interesting
1: group eh? I'm so curious yeah. here travellers are amazing how group. close was Brad Pitt's accent in the movie
2: uh, I can't remember uh, yeah I suppose, I suppose so it's very yeah. ma yeah like it,
0: kind of it's okay, distinctive. So they're not homeless. Like they, bring, no. they come up. It's like a culture, yeah, kind of. Yep, yeah. oh, so cool, man. <laughs> so that
2: it's normally of, of of like an Irish descent, really, is where it's supposed to come from. Got so it. there is an accent there, like Brad Pitt had, I suppose. But yeah. um yeah, there's camp campsites where they've got caravans, but not like your ones out here. Are all jazzy. You've got like logos all over it and gra- <laughs> yeah, graphite. Jazzy's the word. Uh, they're just white fancy caravans. Out okay. There. And they will go as a uh, a, a horde of people. But they make good money as well. So but they've got they money. Sell so g- so they sell goods? Know. So I don't know if your rainbow people have money. They're saying no, they, they have don't no have money. money. Yeah, these have money. Well, have some of the rainbow money. people are- So uh, they choose to live like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They okay. just don't want to be part of society. Part of it is understandable. Yeah. They don't want to be- They almost want to be wild. Yeah. But they also <laughs> like also like being tuned in. Some so. of
1: the rainbow people are trustafarians. Like they have family money. They, love, they don't do oh, anything. They yeah, just yeah. have- you know, They're hippies with- Trust funds
2: that they get to... Yeah.
1: And the, a, But most of the Rainbow people are, like, broke. And they live... They're, what they live in is all they have.
2: I reckon you probably... Most people think that travelers don't have money from the outset, but they probably have more money than most people. It would make sense. Because <laughs> they do loads of work cash, around town. All cash. cash. Ca- all cash. Famous for driveways, <laughs> garden maintenance, that sort of stuff. And they'll mm. just... That's huh. what the that's what the derogatory jokes would be about. Drive, I could probably driveways. live like that to be really? honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Learning
0: so much today. This is could
2: true. you live like that? I could live
0: like that. I, maybe I don't know if the kids would be. I don't know if I'd want. The because kids.
2: they would still hunt as well. Yeah, <clears throat> they still kind of hunt. But when they, they, they literally, if they were in the old back garden over there, they'd go and wander around looking for some an animal to shoot or something. But they're also really famous for their their fighting ability as well. Yeah, so if you if you ever want something funny to watch, when you want to understand what traveler lifestyle could be like, just YouTube. Uh, uh, some sort of family calling out another family uh, and now they put them on youtube and you would they have to have subtitles and uh, they used to to arrange a fight I would record myself on a VHS uh, video camera get the that video tape you know the big old tape seal it up and get someone to post it to the other family another camp and then they would all watch it around the little telly and then it would be someone calling out that person for a fight here we go yeah yeah, yeah watch it on youtube it's brilliant and then they all meet up in a square
0: somewhere? Yeah, they, ca- what they call it, it fair
2: play. It's called fair play. Fair play. So one-on-one, surrounded by people, okay. fair play. Nobody's allowed to jump in? No weapons. No one's allowed to jump in. In those arranged fights, they do keep saying it's called fair play. Um, What's the line? Like, when they're knocked out? When they Is there a give if up? If they was like, to like almost... Semi like boxing rules. Like if you can't grab hold of someone for too long,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you can't hold, you can't kick. You can't, um, if they're down, you just, they're allowed to get, but there's no knockdown rules. So just let them get back up and then carry on. But it's all bare knuckle. Yeah. Can they quit? Like can somebody be like, I'm out? Yeah, or is that a shame? On, that's a bit, yeah, you can't quit.
0: Mm. You wouldn't want to do that. No. No. They just
2: keep going. They just keep going. Are they violent outside of that? Yeah, they're kind of, because they're so lawless. That's what makes them a bit intimidating. Like they're like, Florida. This is, this is like Florida, man. This is what I'm hearing. Florida family. Yeah. So yeah, you don't so want to tangle. You don't want to. You don't want to. No, because the numbers are too big and they're yeah. too. They don't give a fuck about your rules. Do the cops hate them having
0: to deal with them? Yeah,
2: they have to move them on a lot.
1: Yeah. You know what? I did see a video of this like years ago. I don't know how I saw it or who sent it to me or how it came through the feed, but it was cops, English police, trying to move a group of these people off of somebody's land, and they were like, "Yeah, we're not leaving." No, but they argued for, I don't know how long. I just fast forward to the video and they just kept arguing and finally they're like fine we'll go over there and they moved like 50 yards yep. and then they're like make us move they can, again they
2: can set up huge camp i think one of them i think it was in basildom which is where i was from nearly in essex and there was a huge camp there that was uh, god knows how many were there but they really had like, hunkered down into that part of land and it took it was more of a it was a big effort to get yeah. them off it But the cops couldn't do anything no, no, that was, that
1: was the they, they had no actual recourse no they threatened to tow them but the, they couldn't get a tow truck to where they were so it not yeah. so what drive, are you going to do
2: so if you drive around the country now and you can go into dirt dirt track roads and lanes yeah. all the, most lanes in areas where travelers would be they would all be shut off with like huge tree stumps so farmers would just dump bricks and stuff all around any sort of holes in the bushes so anywhere they could pull in they would be just blocked up with random <laughs> heavy so you know when the travelers are around because everything's blocked with
0: what a pain in the ass this it's, is so intriguing is to nutty, me isn't it? it's, it's nutty I, I'm I'm super curious but it's super cool but that that,
2: but that thing about fair play and fighting that's what they kind of say they're known for but mm. just before I come out there was two travelers started a fight outside the shop um, just along oh is that or, what you're telling Ashley no this is another one this is like <laughs> this is another one two weeks ago they shouted at someone in the car they ended up just having a, a fight in the street at a two o'clock in the afternoon but it was two of them on one that's not fair play there was no weapons though yeah. That that part is. did fair. they win that, I would say no Ooh, they lost. They didn't lose, but it kind was of, it Nolsey? Nolsey wasn't there. Nolsey wouldn't have been out there. Yeah, <laughs> there, there was no staircase. Nozzy needs narrow, restrictive, <laughs> narrow access gate to him. Yeah,
0: yeah. Would you say? I feel like everybody uh, is it. Do I call it England or Britain? What's the difference here? Mm. Either one. UK. Yeah. The UK. English. If you're from, if
2: you're, if wherever you're from, Welsh, Ireland, Scott, you're going to say you're from that country okay. specifically. Right. Aren't
1: you proper English? Like
2: DNA
0: says, I am. Yeah. 33 percent you, you look it uh okay do, do you feel like is everybody in england a better fighter than americans because i just got this image now <laughs> that you're gonna get boxed up if you go mess around over there i think it's well, true well i suppose uh, no i don't know even though Absolutely. you drink tea i suppose yeah. a lot of the fighting is more
2: drunk fighting at the weekend mm, does okay. that make them good fighters no because they're prepared to no how How popular is mma or jujitsu yeah it's becoming like a Surging like it's becoming it's a normal thing, yeah. It's yeah. becoming really popular. Great. MMA itself Good. is so now they're all
0: learning technique, too, so. yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: but then, be a handful. if they are allies martial artists, as such, then a bit you'd hope they'd be less likely to display that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Unless you were forced to probably if you was yeah. a proper martial artist. Um, but yeah, that's the worry. If you get an idiot who learns how to do MMA, right, then you got a problem, yeah. Um, I used to uh, arrange MMA shows. Well, that was pretty good. Had wow. a period of doing that. It was called London KO. We had about four or five shows. I think we did back then when it was called cage fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it moved on to MMA. Bare Knuckles. Yeah, cage, cage fighting. Fight. Well, Bare Knuckles is a thing now, isn't it? That, it is. It thats yeah. now. It's coming back.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's, Um. I like all the pikey history and whatever else we're talking about. But travelers. Travelers. Uh, let's talk about what you do now.
2: Yeah. I'm, this is
0: this is why I'm here.
2: So in lockdown, way back when. Day 20, one, 2020. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, I moved to an area called Rochester in Kent and no one was making handmade food, handmade burgers, should I say, You No one just want a dirty burger in our area. No one was making it. American and burgers. American smash burgers specifically is it's what I It's very Moorish. Very Moorish, like crack. And um, the me and my wife would always keep going back to London to get our fix, uh, which is, you know, an hour, it's 30 minutes on the train, but say it's an hour drive. So you'd have to drive an hour to get your... Proper craft, handmade. So then, burgers. that's terrible because you got an hour drive home to feel guilty about it. So yeah, always oh, an hour there, an <laughs> hour back. You just want to lie in a hammock after you've eaten, yeah. didn't you? And yeah,
3: <laughs> you're going to get a hammock yeah, when I you go back.
2: Alex, my business partner, is is uh, had a hammock for quite a while in his garden. Yeah, well, now yeah. You need He one. was ahead of him. He was ahead of the times. <laughs> um, so we ended up thinking that no one there should be more handmade burgers where we live, and dirty burgers that are made with good ingredients actually good food, not mm. just a uh, Filth. he calls them filth yeah, filthy, in his social media team. Yeah, uh, and we ended up finding a place at the moment where I used to drink coffee. And I said, if you ever need to rent out some of your space, then I would just rent some of your, like as a little pop-up in the back of a coffee shop. And all I wanted was 20 people paying 20 pounds, $20. Mm-hmm. And that would be enough. Then we go back to work the next day, just do it as a bit of fun. And it just kind of exploded in, in lockdown. So it went from only takeaway you couldn't come in the door like i'm sure it was the same for you mm-hmm. and we just created this little business where we just handed burgers out of the front door on a little table do you do fries too yeah or? fries milkshakes okay well, we try so to, to keep it really simple like uh, like the options y- simple yeah yeah minimal minimal menu really restrictive menu burgers fries milkshakes that was it and then just try and do it as handmade as possible
3: at Dude. that time, so did you from, have
2: any background in restaurant stuff? No, just being greedy, yeah, um, and eating in a lot of restaurants, right? Yeah, you had, you had a bar for a while, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had a bar as well, actually. Yeah, and <laughs> a co- Skip that part. Actually, okay. no. Well, I had a bar and a coffee shop, and um,
0: <laughs> and briefly, like a little clove shop. Mm. So yeah. you're you're like a serial entrepreneur, yeah. So, just so like this Jared. is why we get along. I can see this, yeah,
1: because everybody's always like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing that now?" Like, well, yeah, what else would I do it seems to be
2: just ting- he gets it tingles away and you think "Well, oh, I could do that and I've obviously had proper grown up jobs but I've also had yeah you know, do you've sold wrong. signs for a while <clears throat> yeah my brother-in-law has got a print company so stuff like that you're uh, yeah. he creates items like that and he specializes in retail and shops and events so I did that for a while with him especially during lockdown that's where it began
0: just to do, do it on the side obviously you prefer to work for yourself yeah, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. why
2: Hmm. I don't – maybe there's an in, a bit of stubbornness. Don't like being told what to
0: do. Mm. Um. Yeah, I tried to tell him to take his shoes off when he came down here and he was like, fuck no. Yeah, I'll take my shoes off when I get there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll walk
2: back up with them <laughs> and put them there. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's not like – I don't know. There's a bit of stubbornness there and I just like to sort of do my own thing without being dictated when I do it, mm. which was quite – Weird going back to the mod thing was that that was all orders and you know, saluting people and marching and yeah, being told everything you had to do. That was, um, right, but so part of me was always, I think, a little bit rebellious against that. Like, oh. Oh, I don't want to do this forever. Mm-hmm. Should have been a fireman. Why am I outside mm-hmm. at three o'clock in the morning in the snow protecting the people that are nice and warm and cozy? Mm-hmm. They, like, they also had marines inside and the they, gates, so there's yeah, there. but they were, uh, they were asleep. the marines <laughs> were. <asleep. laughs>
1: i guarantee you the embassy guards are not there's somebody on watch inside there. yeah
2: yeah the, the, it was more than naval security forces there was marines yeah. in the building yeah um but the nsf were the ones who controlling cameras and all that sort of stuff but they, even that being told what to do all the time was um well, i was fine with it for a while maybe i didn't believe i was going to be there forever yeah I was like, i'll was i take this i need to there's nothing wrong with taking orders if you believe in the order you've been given but when it starts getting a little bit mm. machine maybe then yeah i've been there that doesn't make sense you
1: have, to me. You're the same, by the way. Let's go there.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: uh, like entrepreneurial. Yeah,
0: entrepreneurial?
1: Start yeah. trying new things, start new thing.
0: Yeah. Well, Kristen and I have been doing that for a long time and it doesn't usually work out, but that's okay. Depends. I'd rather have tried and failed than not tried at all.
1: Yeah. But right? eventually something will, something you want
0: to stick with or like,
1: or if yeah. you keep going, it will.
0: It's not going to be like... And it's never been such a loss that it's like, oh my gosh, we'll never recover. It's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather do that than get to the end of my life and be like, I wish I should have tried that one thing. Yeah, a few of my friends would take the piss out of me when I did something and it failed. Yeah, they tell what that They means. would find out, uh, what, take the piss? Take the piss out of me. Um, like, um, take the wind out of your sails? Is yeah, that the same Well, that's meaning? kind of... Or literally... Like, bust your chops, out of you your body. Bust, bust your chops. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bust your balls. Break yeah. your balls. Break yeah. your, balls. Break there your you. balls. There you go.
2: Take the piss out of you, just if you failed at something. I should have brought a notebook. I, sh- yeah. I want to. I
0: have a notebook. I don't yeah. have a pen. I want to write these down because I want to start bringing them into my own <laughs> but, that, but I'm slightly fueled by spite
2: as well, I think. There's a deep oh. spite within me. That's a good fuel. Yeah. So have events you seen... What? what are you spiteful? Good health. Um, if, say, some friends would take the... Piss that I had fouled at something. Deep down, I would take note of that, and I go, oh, "I'll fucking show
0: you." Yes, yes. oh yeah, <laughs> you shall see. I've done a lot of and things in my life based on that. Yeah, like yeah, oh, well, you don't think I can do it, huh? Mm. Well, fuck you. Yeah, I can. I mean, to so
2: them, it might have been a passing comment that meant nothing and disappeared. Right, but I can still remember. They're still up there. Yeah, some of the
0: comments. So okay, back to the restaurant. Even if they weren't fueled by malice, so, so this did not start that long ago. Your restaurant? No, twenty twenty.
1: The, okay. the, the day England closed for COVID was his first day of business.
2: <sighs> Near enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. May, May twenty twenty. Were you
0: already planning it before
2: COVID? Yes, yeah, semi. Like I'd mentioned that we were going to do something, and then yeah. it was just we just cracked on anyway. But it was okay. only supposed to be a pop up at the weekends, like
0: Friday. Uh, were you already did you already close your gym
2: at this point yeah the gyms were closed and I, i'd moved so it's a it's a wishy-washy timeline but because yeah. there was so much going on but yeah. the gyms i opened another one in the midlands and um that was a really big gym and that was a nightclub that was renovated into a gym but there was business partners involved in that and it wasn't really a healthy relationship that was getting anywhere so all the things that i could implement with that business i ended up taking it online so I was, that was you know back to the saying about zach and Elliot Holtz and people like that learning how to get an online business going I suppose it was early days uh, of doing that and I moved all my fitness onto an online platform of coaching people do you still do that or is that done no too? I'm still a little I'm still got friends that are doing it I'm still kind of semi I don't do it at all but I'm uh, one of my friends Simon does a very good coaching course hmm. and uh, we're still talking a lot maybe maybe something will be sparked but I don't think it would be specifically fitness if I went back to that okay it would be like we was talking to your friend yesterday yeah um Brandon, Brandon, Brandon? not your Brandon, my Brandon. Uh, We're talking like more like holistic side to Mm. health. Is so that because you feel guilty about selling people burgers? No, I think, uh, <laughs> fuck them. <No>. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just think that the, uh, a little bit like you said yesterday, uh, what was the peak, uh, what was the thing you said about, to Brandon about the, coming into the mountains for some sort of respite? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, protector's peak. Right, yep. so something similar to that where you're taking elements of what makes someone healthy and happy. Uh, so not just cool. fitness. Yeah. Um, because when you get to my, well I'm 43, we said it when you're about the same age, I'm yep. 43. Yep. That an element of, Time in nature, competition, I think amongst men is important, Mm. Um, even combat itself is important Mm -hmm. for for men to be, even if that's a a sport, like a fighting sport, so that's like like jiu-jitsu for example. So I think time, competition and a bit of camaraderie, as well as your fitness and nutrition and maybe some sort of meditation yeah. but that holistic side to the health is what i would be more into i was doing that anyway i moved i moved quite strongly into that i like that it wasn't just lifting weights and yeah uh, we had
1: some um retreat weekends planned yeah uh pre-covid david and i did for but i didn't he, like the word retreat you no know, he was bringing some english friends over because oh, cool. they, they can't do this stuff mm. there's no way for them to do what we do right to go out in the woods and be like immersed in the wilderness with bears and wolves and mountain lions and yeah, elk
2: and moose and stuff like that. So you almost, uh, but they both fell through two yeah. years and two years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. They were close. They were close though. Next time. Yeah. 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 But that, that element of just getting people that from busy areas like myself, sure. you're buzzing with activity with people and then coming into zero people. It's quite weird. Yeah. Sensation to feel, you can feel your brain just tingling. Like yeah. you said yesterday, spidey senses. Yep. You're sort of tingling with just being surrounded by people and urban pressures and threats, I suppose. And now to come out into the silence, you're still kind of tingling with that that you didn't realise you were tingling until it goes silent and you're just I think people need to experience that a bit more. And realise that you're just fleshy bags of meat. And yeah Yeah, yeah, when you're walking around and you realise that something could just kinda jump out of the bushes and chump bites and like take lumps out of you. Yeah. Your food you mean? Is that what you mean? You you are food, yeah. It's like get in the ocean. Yeah. So I think the more people need to experience some wilderness time. Yeah, I like it. Uh, just for the silence as well. Mm. So let's, uh, I want to get into the hamburgers. Oh, sorry. You're uh, a yeah. skirting what? around the hamburgers. One the
1: hamburgers. corner of a coffee shop that you were subleasing mm-hmm. when COVID kicked off, and now what's the situation?
2: So me and my partner Alex and um, my wife's cousin, Sally and his best friend. The two chefs. So there was four of us that started. It's mine and Alex's business, and they come on us to work the kitchens. Mm-hmm. And within, what is it, three years almost exactly now, there yeah. is five restaurants and about <laughs> 60 members of staff, and it's now... Dude, um, I didn't expect you to say that. Yeah, it's now like, what do you call it? I mean, in kind the of Franchise? Seven-figure business. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. total,
1: yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's not... People hear those numbers and they're like, oh, that's a lot of money, but you're not...
2: That's no. all cost. Um, yeah, there's a lot. And of what cost, you what would you just add? Um, what have I just added? Yeah, there's always something to your like, business. I'm not sure what did I. What did I do? You came that? to America six months ago to research. Oh, pizzas. Yeah. So I come on a. I did a bit of an American road trip about six months ago. Oh. So we flew into Toronto, and uh, there's a place called Descendant Pizza in Toronto that makes. Detroit Pizza. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a really good pizza review. If you're into your pizza, because pizzas and burgers is what I love. And um, there's a pizza review guy that probably most Americans know, like Dave Portnoy. Yep. And he's got uh, Barstool Sports. That's his company. But he also does pizza reviews every day. He just travels around eating pizza constantly. And I started getting obsessed with trying to see if we could... Do the same thing with burgers as with with pizzas, but in the UK, it's all Neapolitan Italian pizza everywhere. It's flooded. The market is flooded. As much as I love that pizza, it is everywhere. Mm. So I thought we could just, entrepreneurially, we could replicate our burger business, but do it with a different food type. So casual dining, handmade, good ingredients. And um, kind of settled on Detroit pizza, which is a square deep pan mm-hmm. pizza. Like the, the old Little Caesar style, <coughs> but... Yeah, like, like
1: handmade. a little bit of a
0: crisp on the outside of the yeah, crust because oil in It's a Sicilian
2: pan. pizza, so it's mm. light and fluffy, quite deep, and it has a crispy base, and it has loads of toppings of cheese, and it has a cheese edge, which you call like a fricco. and the cheese sticks to the pan. That gives it this texture and it's crunch, um, mm. and uh, so this Damn. Dave Portnoy reviewed this place. Uh, he re- reviewed loads of places at Detroit, and I started messaging them all online. Just seen you online. Looks really good. Can I come and learn how to do it? And no one was responding apart from one guy called Descendant Pizza who got a really good rating on this, uh, Ike his name is. And um, he uh, said, yeah, come over and you can learn everything. You can come and be in the kitchens. You can have my recipes. You can watch how we do everything. Just kind of, here you go. You're never going to affect my business. I'm happy to share what I've learned. That's freaking cool. Yeah. But he had Greek heritage. So his his story is quite funny because he was Greek heritage, Working in Boston, making New York pizza, Mm. and then he eventually left and moved to Canada and made Detroit-style pizza. Mm. So it was all kind of different Mm. things going on there. So we went there, we worked with him for about a week, and then we did a little circle around Lake Erie, so the states that are around Lake Erie, so that's crossing over to Michigan, um, down into Detroit, And then to Cleveland, would it be Ohio, Ohio, and then Erie itself, New York State, Pennsylvania, New York, and back home, Toronto, and fly back. So we're just trying to try different food types as we travel as we traveled around.
0: How much weight did you gain on that trip? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I've been kind of steadily putting it on anyway. That sounds good. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I grew up on the East Coast in upstate New York mostly, and I worked in pizza places when I was high school in high school. So, yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah. So you should look at. Pizza,
2: the pizza, oh, I can't remember the name of it. I'm actually what making
0: pizza tonight. I make a sourdough pizza. Uh huh. Yeah, it's
2: good. Is it tr- like a true Neapolitan? Or is it a bit more New York sort of leaning towards New York? Probably more New Yorkish. So but
0: but you got me kind of thinking maybe I should go with, uh, going with a thicker Neapolitan in a well, square the, pan. The
2: ne- well, no, the Neapolitan would be thinner. The oh, new, the new, oh, the I'm Neapolitan, thinking, uh, sorry, yeah, Detroit. The Detroit. Thinking Detroit yeah. So the Detroit, yeah, be a thicker style and you just let it proof in the pan so it thickens up. Yeah. Um, it's, You should use a Wisconsin cheese, they call it, uh, which is like a brick cheese, but you can only really get it in Michigan. You can't get it in the UK. It's impossible. Um, It's like a mildish cheddar sort of style. Mm. So you do a cheddar mozzarella mix to make it similar. Mm. Push the cheese high up the
0: pan. (laughs) All right, dudes, I got about two minutes. Two minutes. Oh, I'm going to hurry up. Okay. Insights to the pizza empire here. So you haven't started the pizza yet, or, or you did?
2: Yep, so we started, we opened a restaurant in Canterbury, near Canterbury Cathedral. What's it called? Uh, Square Peg Pizza. I freaking love it. What's the burger place called? Chuck and Blade Burgers.
0: Chuck and Blade? Yeah. Like Beef Chuck? Yeah. Okay.
2: And Feather Blade. Dude. Chuck and Blade, but people think that me and Alex are Chuck and Blade. Yeah, yeah. Which sometimes I Chuck and Gary I say, yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm, it's, I'm, the, it's I'm the cuts. Oh, no,
1: Chuck and <laughs> Larry—that's the <a> movie. Chuck, <laughs> and,
2: and Blade. Them. So that was the—that was the. Yeah, that's what happened in, in COVID. We jumped f- very fast.
0: I love it. I love hearing that success. That's freaking awesome. I didn't know you. I never would have guessed you were going to. So we got go we got had one. We got restaurants. two
2: restaurants yeah. being built at the moment. Dude, how so, do you keep up with all this? I just needed a break. He yeah. works seven days a week. That's why his here. wife made him come here. Yeah. So that's, that's why he's here. Yeah, Camilla made me come back. It's like, yeah. you just need to. You have a little stress,
0: yeah, a little yeah, anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, sort of just building up inside. Okay, good. I mean, the good that you're here, like you can yeah. de- decompress a little bit and hang out in the hammock. and Yeah. I, I think this would be good
1: for our listeners. We get a lot of uh, first responder and first responder families yeah. that think they can't do anything else. but, but uh, Yeah, because it did
2: start in that environment the I mean, the entrepreneurial was stuff happening before, but when that when my f- old client said to me, "Why are you here?" I thought you wanted to
0: do this, and it kind of made me yeah. rethink that. Yeah, I should and, still be. And you never know, like what that thing is that you're going to catch on. Like for you, it was mm. oh, burgers. Like I'm going to do that. Yeah, and, and you might not even have been passionate about Fit, burgers. Fitness before that, was but.
2: definitely the thing that I was known for. Like, yeah. the, my gym was called Lucky's Gym. Like my gym was named after me, mm-hmm. so I was known for that. And then to to do all right out of it, but not to. Yeah, to duplicate that business and make it a real success, but now to actually do, be doing well at the other end of the market of the food game, oh, dude! Uh, because it, anyone who's into fitness probably knows more about food than most people, anyway. What's the key to like running a successful business? I mean, that's a I big think it, question, but I think it's almost probably the same as if the fitness side, which is just showing up every day, just keep going. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. Cameron Haynes would say, "Keep hammering." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just that sort of okay. turn up, do it every day tweak it a little bit every day a little bit better than yesterday how do you get past the fear i don't think that goes i think that kind of fuels you a little, little bit like spite the mm. sp- oh yeah, yeah yeah. i think it's just that little bit of fear keeps you going a little bit it might just all crumble one day yeah
1: that's something everybody's yeah. kind of poked me on with questions like what do you well how can you just move on to something different it's the same thing it's a it's a business I'm, every time all the stuff i learned from either successes or failures before I'm just applying to the new thing mm. it doesn't like none of that changes the minutia or the details might change but you're just you've constantly learned for mm. 20 years and 20 some years
2: now yeah it's about 20 years of yeah. failures mm. <laughs> so i think that the uh, yeah that cut that constantly showing up and making some being being mindful of what you're doing every day and then tweaking it constantly constantly yeah. tweaking it um and if you, because it started from something I enjoy, that's probably a healthier start rather yeah. than just doing it to make money at the start. It was more, let's do this for a bit of fun and then it kind of blossomed into something. That was probably a healthier start, I think. Well, I've did businesses before that were, I'm going to do that because I can sell that or I can, that doesn't always work out the way or it's more, it's a different kind of pressure maybe.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, that's super inspiring, man. Jared, you got to sure go? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I got to go. I got a meeting at, uh, in a few minutes, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Duty calls. Uh, thank you, dude. Thanks, David. That yes. was freaking awesome. Was solid. Um, I'm feeling extremely Moorish now, and I forgot all the other ones. For Damn coffee it. or for <laughs> <Damn it>. knowledge? <laughs> just knowledge. <laughs> knowledge. I want to pick up. Are his you, you going to be a traveler? Yeah. It sounds like a lifestyle. Like so you, 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 you kind of are a I traveler. picture a covered wagon, but it's not. Oh, a, that's, yeah. That's, that's the old, old school. just
1: a yeah. yeah. so traveler, but he lives in luxury houses when he travels. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Just yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> so you need to look same at same thing. So you, you know,
2: it's kind of the same, right? Fight, fight callouts on YouTube for traveler families that will probably. You know, like, you I'm gonna you. go down a rabbit hole. Our entire audience
1: has already searched.
2: That. I love watching yeah. fights, so you'll be yeah. Let's the things do. you'll discover from that
1: definitely, Sam. Sam's as soon as you said that, he's on yeah, YouTube. Guaranteed, like, I got to see this. Yep.
2: Yeah, try and try and try and watch it without reading the subtitles. Sam's your people. First. He's a, he's Irish descent, so oh yeah,
0: yeah, they get along great.
2: Well. Thank you, David.
1: This is fun.
0: Thanks for the session. Cool. Yeah. Boom. And you thought you had nothing to talk about. It's only Thank your goodness.
1: seventh coffee of the day. So Yeah. yeah. My heart's yeah. about to explode too, so. He doesn't drink coffee though. He, so they, their coffee is all espresso, right? It's okay.
2: flat whites or Americanos mm-hmm. or something else, but. So he thinks, he thinks it's our volume of. It's co- the, like the sheer volume the, of, of coffee. Coffee, not the, Yeah, the liquid. Yeah. yeah. It's not necessarily the caffeine, but it's the liquid. Mm. I got you. Yep. So now I'm not going to have water because I'm just full up with. Yeah. No, just keep drinking
1: coffee and don't hide. Coffee is water in America. Right. Yeah. Made with my liver. My liver is shriveled up inside me right now because I'm dehydrated. uh, Uh. It's whimpering in the corner.
0: (laughs) All right. You got to go. All right. Thank you, everybody. Bye, everyone. Later. Bye bye.
3: Oh, thank you.